Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know what? I think that we should also just switch up hosts at this point. I mean, we've losing them left and right. I, like, <laughs> we should just grab somebody in the hallway and switch out, tag out. I mean, why not? Why not? I say, why not? I do. All right, we've been talking a lot of movies, and you're pretty excited about some coming out. I am. I have to tell you guys, I watched the 1984 version of Dune last night. Okay, so you were getting ready for New Dune? I'm getting ready for Timothy Chalamet, and I'm getting ready for like the new Dune with reacquainting. Because I got to tell you, if you if you're going into Dune like completely, you know, virginal, it's a it's it's kind of a strange concept. The book is is. Is a little wacky. Did you, you know? read the book? I mean, I read the book many, many moons ago. People that have gone through Dune, you are more and more of an intriguing person. First I'm off, a you nerd. picked. Yeah, you don't know that you I'm a nerd. You picked Marvel. Yeah. Hawkeye is your boyfriend. That yeah. in itself, I. He's the only one who has no powers. I know. So he gets along with his smarts. I so guess, like you know. I, I mean, love that. and then on top of that, I don't know many people that have finished Dune, and maybe it's just because I'm a. Well, like, okay, I didn't finish because it's like a five book set, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like yeah, I read yeah. the first book. Okay, but that's fine. <laughs> but that was like a long time ago. But I mean, I remember seeing the movie in '84 as a teenager with like a guy I was dating, and I remember, and I was trying to remember it, and I realized I have, n- I it was hard to remember. Like the things about it, and now long I'd be like, oh, I remember the worms. Oh, I remember the blue eyes and all that kind of stuff. So I just saw a tip, and I now I can't remember, but how to go into Dune. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah, and, see uh, if you can find it, and I'll I'll get uh, pull that out maybe in the next hour. But yeah, there is some way that you supposed to help you kind of. You kind of do have to have a primer, and I would say if you can do a little bit of the ahead. Just kind of have an idea of what the of what the storyline is because okay. it is that other world sci fi thing, and sometimes people get tripped up on like names, you know, and then they're like, "What was that guy's name?" And then they kind of lose their thread. And I yeah. would say, if you can, you're not going to ruin anything by getting a good understanding of like the worlds that they're talking about and the general. The general, uh, you know, premise. Yeah, that you know, m- movie was kind of like that too. Or at least I felt this way. Was Ender's Game? Yeah, and that was one. I think that having an idea of the world, yeah, was nice because they didn't really explain it that much in the movie. Right. Um, okay, so I have to ask you: Are you excited about the Dear Evan Hansen thing? Is that a thing you are? I know that they talked about it on Clayton Bradley with Paul Grimes, who is amazing. Yeah, and I kind of agreed with them when they were talking. But it's interesting because it's coming out, and I have friends who went to go see the Broadway play. Yeah, and they loved it, and yet the movie's kind of getting panned. It's getting a lot of hate saying, I saw an article, I think it was in the Trib, that said, yeah, just stay in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. You should have stayed in the, and I, in, the, in, and the in the actual, the Broadway know, theaters. You know what's weird is I, um, I, one of the times I was watching the trailer, uh, keep in mind, I'm randomly on hormones for <laughs> fertility stuff. I started crying. <laughs> I started crying during the trailer. Yeah. And so I was like, something about it. Oh, it's. It's it's a controversial, touchy thing, and I think that's part of the problem. I think the way that they dealt with it in human, you know, in person, the interactions, yeah, when you have actual human people standing in front of you conveying these emotions and all this stuff, and then trying to convey that to the screen, it sounds yeah. to me like they did not 
do a good job. They did not hit the mark. They didn't hit the mark. And then the big controversy, of course, is that, you know, Ben Platt, who's amazing, and of course helped, you know, created and defined the role on Broadway. Yeah. But then it's 28. He's old. And it's like they said, it feels like there was one in Rolling Stone, I think, that was said, you know what, when the guy is hunching over so hard to try to not be like a 28-year-old man, it's a little offensive, actually. So... Uh Oh, watch that. We were just talking about this. The strange, um, uh, not well, the one where she goes back to high school and. Oh, never been kissed? No. Oh. It's, it's goofier than that. It's oh. goofier than that. Yeah. And it, it was on Comedy Central. Oh, Strangers with Candy. Strangers oh, with Candy. Oh, my God. I love Amy Sedaris. Yes. Please. Yes. And I feel like there's something about him going back to high school that is very Strangers with Candy. It is very true. Like, they're just pretending like it's not. Like, and, it's not. A, yeah. He's so, not a 30-year-old. The only way to watch that, though, is in theaters right now, right? Yeah. It's coming to theaters. I think that's only coming to theaters, like, in October or, like, I think it's maybe it is this weekend. It might be next weekend. I'm not sure. And but, will you go see this? I don't think I will. I mean, just from everyone saying, I would. I don't think I will. I didn't. I did not love. I mean, I didn't go to the Broadway show, and so mm-hmm. I feel like, and I hadn't, you know, gotten into the music like a lot of people did. I know that there's that one song that everybody loves, the um, uh, "To Be Found" one, mm-hmm. and I, you know what I mean. So I get into that kind of stuff, but I don't. I don't know if it seems like it's not working. I don't need to see a Ben Platt as a because he's in a couple other things that are coming up that are better, and oh, yeah. I'd rather think of him like that. That's a good point. And besides Pitch Perfect, where he was great. He was amazing in Pitch Perfect <laughs> as an up-close magician. Now, can I ask you about the Many Saints of Newark? Are you at all excited about that? I don't even know what it is. Okay, so I saw a preview for this when I was doing something else, and I was just sort of blown away because I realized, I was like, God, that guy looks like... Uh, <laughs> looks like um, Tony Soprano, but he looks like a kid Tony Soprano. And then I realized... This is actually a Sopranos movie. Oh, yeah, like the prequel-esque feel but of it. it's starring Michael Gandolfino, which is, you know, which is his kid, Gandolfino's kid. What? And that's what threw me, because I was like, wow, they found someone to look exactly like Tony Soprano as a young s- dude. I gotta see a picture yes. of this guy. I mean, you've gotta look it up. It's called The Many Saints of Newark, and it's a look at his Tony Soprano's adolescence. Um, and it's starring Michael Gandolfino, which is James Gandolfino's son. I kept seeing this... I mean, I now that you say that the the prequel to Sopranos, I keep seeing yeah. this commercials, yeah. and I never, you didn't I don't put know it what together. Right? Even if you asked me right now, put a gun to my head and said, "Tell me the name of this movie." Yeah, then something Saints of Newark. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not sticking with me. Yeah, I'm yeah. having a problem with sticking. So, are you? Were you a big Sopranos I, fan back in the day? I came late to Sopranos. Like I never yeah. watched. I never watched it one time when it was actually on air. I only did. The post binging afterwards. Yeah. My daughter just did that too. She's like just finished all of them. And it was sort of like, I don't know, I came late to it. And so I kind of, and I loved it. So I came to the the finale, you know, the very controversial last yeah, episode. Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to talk to people about it, but I was like, no one wants to talk to me about it. <laughs> I'll just go read the articles about it, you know, but I, I think it's interesting. And I think it's, I think the fact that he's following in his father's footsteps in that way, kind yeah. of, it's an homage. It's like a double-sided homage. I think that's kind of interesting. Do you think that you, cause I think I've seen, I think most of the Sopranos, I don't think I finished them at some point Our marathon ended. Do you think I should watch all the Sopranos to enjoy this no i don't think so it looks like this is really about his growing up as you know the kid in you know newark and like basically how he got into the mob scene okay cool. and i think that's a little bit nice to have a backstory and if you've watched even a couple seasons of Sopranos, then you're fine i think you're fine
All right. Well, I guess I would say I'm in, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. I know. All right. We're going to do the unthinkable. We're going to try to tap into Julia's brain to do random thoughts next. You're at my talk. One oh seven one. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just random. It's just random. He's at cheek implants. It's, I don't know. I hear that in my sleep. That that right? that heard that. See, it's just, it's just yeah. random. I think that was about Tom Cruise. Was it? Do you think so? That's I think right. so. That feels right. That feels right. It was uh, from before even my time here. I mean, that was been on for a long time. It's been on for a long time. It's just random. Oh, Julia. I know. All right. Here's something kind of cool. Okay. The Supreme Court has its own private basketball court. (laughs) I know, right? And that's, it's wild. It has its own, and it has an amazing nickname as well. Which is what? The highest court in the land. Oh, God. So if you're thinking, are my tax dollars going to a waste? Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just kind of would love to see, you know, RGB out there just drilling it. Just dunking on Yeah, somebody. just like shooting threes. She's just sitting in a chair and she's just sinking threes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. You want to give me one? Well, I got to tell you, I got to ask if you're a hard seltzer water person. I mean, like, do you drink carbonate? Oh, you do. You have your lacha right there. I drink bubble water. I try to, I've, this is how bad it is at our household because both me yeah. and my husband don't drink alcohol. So yeah. you have to have a thing. People feel really awkward if yeah, you don't yeah. have something special to drink when it's time to celebrate. Yeah. And so ours is bubble water. Dude, um, right. We call it that because that's what my nephew calls it. And we it's call it really the bubs. The bubs? Yeah, the oh, bubs. that's cuter. When I go to a bar and go, can I have a bubble water? Get, yeah. It's so mortifying. Can I get the N.A. bubs? That's what you should <laughs> the ask The N.A. bubs? The N.A. bubs. Uh, do you want to see my ID? Yeah. Um, I know. <laughs> and so... Yeah, I tried it. Now I'm I'm on trying to do one a day tops. Okay, this is and this is the, the I was read I was reading this thing in the New York Times and it's basically like is it okay to drink more than one? They say it is okay. You're not damaging yourself. You can go ahead. Okay, it's your teeth. The situation is they can possibly erode your enamel in your teeth. Okay, but here's what I found out. I found out the thing that kind of shocked me and I didn't know this. You um. So, it, like, if you're drinking a bubble water and then it softens the enamel in your teeth, like, it softens it right away. So, you shouldn't brush your teeth afterwards. You should wait 30 minutes because your teeth remineralize. That's so wild. Isn't that bizarre? 30 minutes and they remineralize. This is how sick my husband is. <laughs> he never drinks normal water. Even when we go play tennis, he fills up his water bottle with bubble water. Really? So if I don't bring my water and I go take, oh, I need a big sip oh, of water. Too much. It doesn't hydrate you. It's, well, it's it's pure painful. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Do you, you guys have, live in the Topo Chico? I was just going to ask that if you mm-hmm. had a preference and yep. if Topo Chico has come into your life Number yet. one. Number Is one. that your number one? Yep. <laughs> same, same. Grab a case. Yep. You Plain. Can, thank you. I've got one actually in the fridge here right <gasps> now. Have you ever had one, Brittany? I have had one. My brother has them at his house and so I steal them. But here's the, the thing. It's the How bubbles. many a day do you have? I just, mean... just one. I have one because I ride my bike to work a lot. Yeah. And then when I get home, I crack a cold one. Okay. And yeah. when I crack a cold one, yeah. that's a topo. That's a topo. <laughs> that's a topo. <laughs> that's a topo. Okay. Like, there's something that you just glamorize this whole thing with where, like, yeah. I, next thing you drive, you're going to see me. I'll be wearing all topo merch. Listen. I'm living that topo you go life. Ahead. You'll be so cool. The college kids will love you. I think, well, I'm going to try. Yeah. 
Like literally, my kid, my kid from college said, "Yeah, they've got topo hair." I'm like, "Okay, you're fine." Okay, why is topo better? I don't. The bubbles. Is it the bubbles? Yeah, yes. yeah, the bubbles are better. They're also, just better. The experience glass. is ro- more romantic. You got a glass bottle. Yes. You got to open it with a can opener, mm-hmm. and the bubble bubbles is just a perfect amount of car- oh. carbonation. It is the carbonation is the ratio to bubbles to water, and I, I feel like they're a little bit. Bigger bubbles. You know what I mean? Like a sand palette is going to be super tiny bubbles, but I feel like the Topo Chico gives you more of a texture. Okay, I am so in. <laughs> you guys have literally, like, is there, uh, like, this is, yeah. how, this is how I know that whenever I watch cult things, I go, oh yeah, I could yeah. totally be Smarts, talking. Do you have a can opener? Can, can opener? Yes, I do. Well, then one moment, please. Oh, I don't have one on me. No, I don't. Oh, I know. I thought you would have one on your keychain. <laughs> I know. Like, I, you know, at a moment's notice, I know. food editor has to be able to crack it open. I might have one in the bag. Well, it's actually. funny that she thought you were asking, like, in general. Like, like in does general. she own one? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I used to have one on the keychain, and now I don't. You're oh, right. Okay. You're right. I do have a Reese's peanut butter cup. No, I there. love this. Oh, I think good. that's my, and that's going to be my new thing. And, like, the thing is, is, like, does it cost more because it's in glass? It's a little, it's premium. Okay. However. Yeah. But it's be worth it. The price per unit is like less than a dollar. Okay. And so then it's one of those things. My rationale is like, I like to treat myself. I don't really drink a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I want a nice refreshing beverage. You want your, you want your little routine, your little tradition, your little celebratory drink. I love it's it. Just Yeah. Mine is a Sunday. I do it. I grab one at the grocery store every time I sh- grocery shop on Sundays. And that's what I crack in the car on the way home. Love it. You guys, I'm in. I'm yeah, so do in. It. Do like, it. Do it. I'm going to give, because Justin drinks about 30 of these a day. He can have. Just remember, let your teeth remineralize for 30 minutes before you brush them. It's after uh, drinking. To be honest, my biggest annoyance with this is carrying them into the home. Oh, I hate carrying bubble water into the home because I get it in big containers or I get a bunch at the same time. Oh. It's my biggest annoyance. Yeah. Well, Topo Chico's in a crate. Yeah. You so gotta get a crate. we wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck on that one. All right. You want another really fun fact? Yes. Walmart has a lower acceptance rate than Harvard. What? <laughs> so Harvard. <laughs> How is that? How do you get accepted to Walmart, though? It's <laughs> a great question. It's a great question. One day, one <laughs> night. Oh, my God. So Harvard might be hard to get into with a 4.5% admittance, admittance, admittance rate. But all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Try this on for size. Only 2.6% of Walmart applicants are accepted. Oh, 
4.5. No, no, no. Don't try to read. <laughs> the numbers are the numbers. And the even numbers in this labor cry, Even in this labor shortage? Are we really believing? Are you going to... Ch- my source is maybe two, three years old. <laughs> but how dare you, how Stephanie How dare March? me? I know. So sorry. So sorry. Oh, I'm sure we have a lot of amazing things. Oh, we're going to hear about your stuff. October yeah, Fest. Yeah, we're going to talk Oktoberfest that are happening in town, guys. So stay tuned. My tax 107.1. I kind of have a hard time interrupting that song. It's so pretty. It's really good. All right, oh, I'm Brittany. I'm nobody, but you're Stephanie March, which is a pretty big get. Wow. Um, already fed me, so that's nice. Uh, it was definitely gourmet. Um, it was I, a Reese's. It was a Reese's peanut butter cup. But you, I come fancy. You come fancy, yeah. and I appreciate it. Right. You actually have food stuff going on. Around I do. Here. I I want to talk about Oktoberfest. I know it's not October, it's but cr- yet. This is, well, in Germany, Oktoberfest starts in September. And since that's really the, the crux of it. Has it always done that or do yeah. you like sneak yep. into there? No, no, that's how it is. There it just was is. an Oktoberfest down the street from my place. Oh. There was Lederhosen. Yes. Pretzels. Oh, there are pretzels a go-go right <laughs> Did now. Did you run in there with a calendar and go, what are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, No, it's, listen, there's so much Oktoberfesting going on this weekend that it's a little bit absurd. Like you can, it's, you're going to be able to hit people with Lederhosen like by swinging a cat. That sounds. Seriously. I'd watch and that. And dangerous. Um, but so here's the deal. There's fun stuff afoot. And there's a couple big ones I want to point out to you because I think it's like worth the time. You don't have to wear short leather pants. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. There's a lot of great. Basically, what's done is like if you think about our, our local breweries, right, they have kind of had a tough time just like everybody else over the pandemic. And just, you know, because they get a lot of their money not just from selling to distributors, but from people coming into their spaces. And so it's, they're still building back. So Oktoberfest, I think, is when the chance that they're kind of taking to go back and go big. And I'm going to give you a couple that I think are worth your time. Okay. Waldman Brewery, which is over in St. Paul. Okay. And they are just the cutest little brewery, quite honestly. And they are Germanic to the core. They are Teutonic. And so they always brew German-influenced beers. And they always have, uh, you know, some great stuff going on. They've got a a really good tented and uh, I think it's scented that they have got their uh, beer garden set up in the okay. on the patio. So it's you definitely have that indoor outdoor kind of thing. Um, they've got Bavarian dancers. They've got drink along sing alongs. They're doing fresh pretzels. They've got all the good stuff happening. And that is that is today from five to ten. Tomorrow from noon to ten and Sunday. So it's all weekend long. Five bucks for adults. Two bucks for kids. And the five bucks gets you in there. Gets you in, and then you buy your beers, and you buy your all stuff. Yeah. But I mean, like, that that, that supports seems, the band. Yeah, no, no, that seems very reasonable. Yeah, I love them. And when I you think say five bucks, fun. it's like, yeah, okay. Game. They have great sausages, too, there, by the way. Just, that's one of my favorite places. You, when you say sausages, are you talking about, like... Like, wurst. Like, like, do you eat it in a bun thing, yeah. or no? Yeah, some of them are doing bun. You know, like, that's the easiest way to do it right now, obviously. But then there's a lot of places that are sort of doing... You know, like sausages with in sauerkraut. You know, you can get them in like a boat if you're gluten free. They'll serve them without the bun. Oh, okay, that's always nice. Um, the other, uh, there's another one that is kind of big, and that is uh, Uda Pills. Have you guys ever been to Uda Pills, which is down in the Bryn Mawr area? Yeah, I have been there. It's yeah, it it's one of those things. that's kind of tucked back. Yeah, uh, behind the like, it's funny why I used to live over there, and whenever I'd go on runs, teenagers would take 
uh, Insta pics off of yes! the dilapidated building that's yes! right next to it. Totally, totally that. So that's where Oodip Hills is definitely down there by the old Glenwood Springs. You know, that's where that was. Um, but I love that they do stuff. So this is their second weekend already. They're already rolling hard. Um, and they have done, they do meat raffles. They have pretzel eating contests going on there. They are... Uh, like how many you can eat or how fast you can eat one? Maybe both. Maybe how many you can eat in a short amount of time. I love that. I know. Uh what I love about them is they celebrate with a marriage vow renewal ceremony because that's actually, hello, that's actually the meaning of Oktoberfest. Did not know I that. know. I thought I would throw that in there because it was a renewal. It's a it's a royal, it's like a, one of the Kaisers and one of the emperors and the daughter and the son. It's a long, long time ago. It was a marriage ceremony. And so then everybody partied until October, basically. Okay, so here's a problem. You said it's renewal, though. Renewal of vows. As... As somebody who's based their whole identity <laughs> in the Real Housewives, I would be far too scared to ever go to a renewal ceremony or have a renewal Because ceremony. does it all fall apart after that? Is that the deal? Always on the brink of divorce, and it's like the last ditch ever to save it, and it never lasts after that. But... I will sacrifice myself for you. I will you go would to do an it. You would do it. Okay. Well, I feel like you could get a dirndl and, you know, on and just sort of play it up as big as you possibly can. Love it. I love a good outfit. Yeah. I mean, why not? Okay. So that's so that's at uh, Uda Pills. Here's one that I'm very excited for that is happening today and tomorrow and then next weekend as well is uh, the that Oktoberfest at Fulton Brewing. Uh-huh. And Fulton is doing hosting this at their production brewery in Northeast. But they've brought the Gasthof. Uh, team on. So the people, do you ever go to Gasthof zur Gemütlichkeit? Of what? Right? In the in the Northeast? I know, I can the actually... The giant boot beers. Yeah, the boot beers. Oh and yeah, the, I went there. The oh, for kickers. sure I went there. Yeah. And we, I think I was just more Minnesotan and said Gasthof. Gasthof. Yeah. Right. It's just because my mother is German that I'm not allowed to not say them correctly. I totally get it, but yeah. like, I just hope you know I was not smart enough to put those two to... But of course Gasthof. I've been... I once had a foot race outside of there. I raced somebody who said that they were faster than me. Um, around Gastoffs. I love that. You yeah. have you have legendary history there. I mean, yeah. I well, won, the sad so. thing is they sold it, you know. And I it's know. probably going to yeah. get torn down and turned into apartment buildings as everything does. And so we are so excited that they're the owners of that, though, have brought their party intentions to the parking lot at Fulton Brewery. They have set up a massive tent and it is very cool. They've got all the big long tables. They've got all the bunting and flags. Oh, and it cool. looks Bavarian. And it looks like they're going to have some great times. Not only are they doing their like Fulton beers, but because this is in the production brewery. And so mm-hmm. they don't have to like only just sell their beers. They're going to also have the Paul Anner original Munich beers, the Hocker Shores, these German beers that are traditional. Those will be on. Uh, those will be on tap, and then they've got. Um, this is my favorite. They've got cocktails from Dampfwerk Distilling, which is a which is a local distiller that does like Germanic liqueurs. Oh, fun! It's gonna be legit, you guys. One of the big good times, and that. Uh, you said they have music. They're, that they're going to own well. Papa. They're going to have the brass. They're going to do the polka bands. They're going to have all that good stuff, too. Plus, everyone's got, like, you know, the Hammerschlagen and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, just to, like, that you have to, like, drink a lot of beer and then hit a nail into a stump. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, as, as all normal. As one does. As one does. Okay, so, like, when you go, do you dress in theme? I, you know, the funny thing is, is I don't, I would, I would dress in later hosen if I'd had them. I don't, you're supposed to, as a girl, you're supposed to wear dirndls and all the, and I've got a good set of boobs for it, but yeah, you just, do. you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of feel like I don't actually have anything good like that. I do have my Opa's hat 
which is like a really Bavarian hat that yeah. has like feathers and stuff. So I usually wear that. So you do pull that out. I for do that. that for that. And because I have it, my own. I have my own uh, Stein from the Hofbrau House in Munich when I went when I was. You and know, you, and you use it. You bring it. Yeah, I bring it, and I just use that. So. And there, just fill that bad boy up. Yes, yes, because it is the Hofbrau House. So right. if some if they see somebody walking around with their own Stein and their own in a I don't know, fun I little hat, it's probably you. <laughs> they haven't I haven't gotten yelled at yet, but that's not to say that I might not get yelled at. I don't know. Are you one for these German beers? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in all I mean the Germanic beers are sort of like, you know, the Martzen style, which is a little bit softer. You know, I'm I'm definitely in I like the dark beers too, the Schwarz beers and the Forgotten Star Brewery up in Fridley. They just won a gold medal nationally for their dark beer, their German dark beer, their Schwarz beer. And I love I think it's delicious. I someone brought me a little bit of a you know, like a can of it. It was amazing. So you would drink this stuff even if it wasn't yes, Oktoberfest. I would, and I would eat all the pretzels, all the bread products that oh God, I can yeah. possibly get, put it in my face. I right mean there. I want to tell you about one other quick uh, thing, which is the Smoke Out Festival, which we are doing, the, the magazine is doing, not Germanic, not Oktoberfest, but it is happening at Alliance Field on October 3rd, and it's a big barbecue and music festival. And it's like literally like Nerdy and Alex, Alex Rossi and Dave McElroy and all these big bands are coming. And then there's like, you know, like some 20 plus local barbecue shops putting up brisket and tacos and all the good things. Now, is that something that you pay to get in and then? No, no, it's in. This is where you pay 85 bucks for a ticket and then it's all you can eat. Shut up. I know. 85 bucks. Like I'm spending 85 bucks at a, at a, you know, barbecue space anyway, because I- meat is so meat. And so this and is you just like, get to walk around yeah, and eat meat. eat all the meat you want to eat, basically. And I haven't been in that field yet, so that'd be really pretty. You should go. It's it's Smoke Out Festival. It's on October third. The details are over on uh, mspmag.com if you want to find it. And I'll be there. And Justin Sutherland will be there. And we're all just gonna have like meat a sweats, rocking good time. You're gonna and have meat, meat sweats. sweats. <laughs> we're gonna wake up with the meat sweats. That's how that goes. All right. Well, that's amazing. And I feel like having you on here is so wild because it's like, wow, you are very, you're a subject okay. matter expert. <laughs> it's so rare that we are this around is that. True. This is true. Uh, but don't worry. We're going to get back to all the gossip. What ex-boyfriend gave Britney Spears a pep talk before her iconic 2001 snake dance at the VMAs? I'm going to tell you next. Let's do it. My Talk 107.1. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Oh, everybody's favorite Wee-hoo. segment. Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! If you delay it more, you're just going to I put know. off Can the we inevitable. Just- <laughs> I see what you're doing. Okay, fine. I'll start it off. I tease this bad boy. Britney Spears told the story of Justin Timberlake giving her a five-minute pep talk before her 2001 VMAs performance after he finally apologized for his past treatment of her. Hollywood, okay. Hollywood speaks. Okay, so I'll give you a little rundown. Yeah. B Spears was talking about, remember the time she got on the stage with that snake and saying, I'm a slave for you, and we all died for her? Yeah. Me too. I'm a slave. Oh, that yellow python. Oh, yeah. And she started off on stage with a tiger in her cage, which you kind of look back and go, Well, great. and then we know it's that guy from Tiger King now, just to bring it all back to that. Right. Um, so this... Uh, performance was making her so nervous because of the live, you know, uh, it was live, of course. And also, 
the idea that there are animals, these terrifying animals, and she actually had really bad nerves. And there is this, she was looking back at this um, interview she was doing with Mick Jagger on the red carpet, and she was saying how nervous she was. And right before she was about to go on stage, Justin Timberlake grabbed her hands and gave her a five-minute pet pep talk that actually worked, she said. So tell me, why Why are why, we talking about that now, though? Is it? I know. <laughs> okay, so oh, maybe, well, is it she trying to give him props so that he's I not think, as such a bad dude so that people don't hate him anymore for that? I think I think there's something to that. I think she is, obviously, she's throwing him a lifeline. Well, and um, he supported her for the free Britney, Britney thing, right? Kind of. I mean, he got put in a weird position because uh, during the uh, Framing Britney, it really laid out how... Yeah. How, what a jerk he was. What a jerk he was. Um, and then he did his apologies on the Note app, uh, which was that was just mortifying for everyone involved. Yeah. That's where I keep my Costco list. Right. And so, yeah, there's something about this that feels like I think Britney Spears is, I think she has enough enemies right now. Uh, she's dealing with a lot, and I think she wouldn't mind kind of mending that. Probably. Well, she's, I mean, she's definitely setting out to have a new life. Yeah. And a new, and maybe this is the thing is like, this is the new Britney, right? Let's not talk about all the stupid stuff from before. Let's not, let's put to rest, you know, the old feuds and the old stuff because it's time to move forward and create new Britney because she finally has a chance to do it herself. Yeah. She finally has a voice. Maybe she's been wanting to tell this story for a while. Maybe she has. And maybe they said to her, like, this is not a thing appropriate that you should be talking about. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Because... She was definitely muzzled, that one. But I do love hearing the behind the scenes. Because it's so wild to think she was scared. Because that, oh God, I'm telling you. So I'm a huge Britney fan. And I mean, I that was the first CD I got to buy with my money. Um, and I remember thinking, we have the same name, but she doesn't spell it the same. Oh God, I love her. Um, when, that, when she walked out and then when she was holding that snake, I mean, it was everything. Power. It was power. It was power. And then, oh, God, she was just so... She's, you know what, though? And then that's the thing is I do hope that we get to see some of that, you know, Britney back. Because I know that there was a lot of time, like, during the entire, you know... I mean, I remember watching during the meltdowns and feeling so bad and realizing that we were watching somebody melting down. I know. And I had a friend who had been bipolar and, like, had gone through a similar kind of thing. She didn't shave her head, but I mean, like... Yeah. And she wasn't chased by paparazzis, but she was doing things and creating situations and and reacting in these ways. And I remember thinking, like, someone needs to... So I thought, like, in the beginning, not to break down my Britney thing, but, like... Anything that prevents us from doing more Hollywood Hollywood speaking. But I remember feeling, like, the conservatorship was a good thing in the beginning because, like, great, and and maybe someone can help her, you know, get into a space to get healthy. And maybe in theory it was a good thing. It, you know, it's just like all paths that go awry. I mean, a lot of times it does start with a good thing. I mean, it's hard to convince if she True. was happy, healthy, and, True. you know, doing great to put her someone in this. So maybe it had good intentions in the beginning. Yeah. No, I think so. I mean, it is true, though. There was an odd moment. And I, you know, I wasn't by any means as wise as I am now. <laughs> but I remember as somebody who was very much so like wanting to watch this. And when she took, was it an umbrella to the car window? Yeah. And I remember that moment going like, we shouldn't be watching this. Like, this is like 
This is somebody that's true. Like melt, and I remember being, and I was young, and I was thinking, this isn't, this isn't good. This like, is a mental health moment. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny we didn't have that language that we have it so freely these days. Yeah, that we didn't have that back then, like in the public space like this. Like we didn't openly talk about. It, and I would say that that is one of the best gifts that discourse about all this has, hands down. Yeah. All right, back okay. to the job. Uh, Billy Eilish revealed she lost. A hundred thousand followers. I forgot to look at this because of her boobs. After posting a picture in a corset, Billie Eilish opened up about losing fans and receiving hate after experimenting with her style and image. The nineteen-year-old uh, star feels she has evolved and transformed over the last year, starting back in March when she unveiled bleach blonde hair and replaced the acid green roots she begun uh, that she had been so synonymous with. Um, so she's saying that she she's vocalizing that she lost a hundred thousand followers because of her boobs. People hold on to these memories and have attachment, she said, describing how some fans wanted her to remain in the style they knew and loved her for, but it's very dehumanizing. And I think when you say that it's because of your boobs, you're basically calling out, you know, you're trying to say, Hey, look, I am I'm a I'm a female who wants to do other things and become other things. And like, I don't know. I just feel like the idea that that we can celebrate her for her frumpiness, but then not her glam. I don't understand that. Like, I would say good riddance to those people, by the way. I know. Right. I think that. Yeah, I I have to agree with you is the, the idea of sometimes a loss is a gain. Yeah, I would say so. It's and, like an atom. If you lose an electron, you go, you go up in positivity. It's yeah. exactly like that. I do love the fact that she said people are scared of big boobs. And that is like a thing that I think is wonderful to say. You know what? They're here. I know. I'm not going to hide them. And, I know. And if you're only loving me because I hide, then that's not good either. So it's so, time to be done. It's so wild, yeah. too. Like, the time and place people and the age people think is appropriate to have big boobs. Right. And it's like, you do know that, like, that's just something that it's that just, human has the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Oh, my God. I loved her Met Gala. I loved it. And I thought it was so, you know... So like both peachy and like frothy in that sort of glammy way. But then her eyes and her look was so dead on that it was sort of this like there's obviously something more than just an icing on the cake. You know what I mean? And it's wild, too. It's like she's not even I mean, even if she was showing something, who cares? But I just want to say, like, can we acknowledge that there's nothing is being shown here? Like, well, and I and again, again, nobody is. Here's the thing. Nobody is mad for like Scarlett Johansson's boobs. No know, one's mad right? for any of the other boobs that get shown, yeah. but it's hers because she was formerly, you know, not, identified as yeah. not. Yeah. It's and so I think wild. that's more dangerous than ever to then be identified as, as in, like a, not a, a being with that anatomy because she does have them. God forbid you cross over, right? Like God forbid. Well, you have to grow up too. You've been yeah. a teenager and it's time to grow up. Like Miley also, Cyrus grew up and whatever. Also, it's like, don't shame that once a year, sometimes people want to put, like, I wear oversized stuff 90% of the time. And then once in a while, you, let the, gr- sh- you let the girls out. I just show one boob. Just right. one. Just fully, side, Just side boob. All right. We got more fun stuff next hour. Jukebox trivia is next on My Talk. One of, maybe. One of seven. Maybe. One.